your hosts, Rachel Archelaus and Megan Grandelmeyer. Merging spirituality and business on the Enlightenment Evolution Network. Hi everyone, it's Megan Crandallmeyer here with Soulfulpreneur Talk Radio, and I am here with my co-host, Rachel Archelaus. Hello. Hi, Rachel. How's it going? Wonderful. So, so glad about our guest today. Yeah. So we have a special guest, Lisa Jones, is back with us today, and she'll be talking about her recent trip to Brazil and her visit with John of God. So we will get to that shortly. Uh, Today is May 26th, 2015, and we are uh, live, and if you're listening live and you would like to call in uh, and ask a question, you can call 347-308-8788, and then press 1 on your keypad to raise your hand. Um, And do we have the, uh, the chat open, Rachel? Yep, chat is open. Okay, great. So if you have a free account with blogtalkradio.com, you can go there and look for our show and, and find our chat room, and you can also ask a question there or just say hello. And uh, you can find more uh, about us at soulfulpreneur.com, S-O-U-L-F-U-L-L-P-R-E-N-E-U-R.com, and we're also on Facebook under that name. And our, all of our shows are archived on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, and also on Blog Talk Radio. And we are part of the Enlightenment Evolution Network, which is a network for all things metaphysical. And we have a fabulous team of radio show hosts. And so you can look for the Enlightenment Evolution Network on Facebook, and they have info that gets posted there on shows that are coming up. And um, yeah, so and then any opinion expressed on Soulfulpreneur Radio by us, the hosts, or our guests does not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Enlightenment Evolution Network. So, there. In a minute, I got all that housework. (laughs) Thank you. All that is out of the way. So, (laughs) Um, but yeah. So today we're going to talk with Lisa Jones in just a moment about her trip to um, to see John of God, and she spent um, a couple of weeks, I think, in Brazil as well. And my understanding is Brazil has, you know, quite the spiritual community there. Rachel, do you, do you know much about Brazil? Um, I don't know very much. I do know that they have one of the largest quartz deposits underneath our country. Maybe the largest, um, but it's definitely um, number one or number two. And so just the energy of the earth there is is really heightened. Um, but no, I don't know much. I'm really eager to learn more. Yeah, me too. Me too. So let me introduce our our guest here. I'll read her short bio. Lisa is known as the connection to clarity for the transformation that she has provided for Sunny. As a spiritual psychic medium, inspirational speaker, and author of, of Living Happy After the Loss of a Loved One, she's been featured on ABC, CBS, and Fox News. She's also on the Monday Morning Medium on Connecticut Star 99.9 radio show, which is a fun show. And Lisa was a certified public accountant for Pricewaterhouse, Ernst & Young, and several Fortune 500 companies before her transformational awakening, which ultimately led her to start her own business, Art of Living Happy, in 2010. 
After changing her life's purpose from corporate to consciousness, she now speaks to groups and teaches life-changing workshops on their powerful potential of spirit, abundance, and happiness. So let's bring on Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Hi. How are you, Megan and Rachel? We're great. How are you? I am fabulous. I can't wait to tell you all about my amazing trip to Brazil and meeting John of God and just catching up with you guys. I know. Well, awesome. We, We're so glad we you're here. Yeah. We last spoke <laughs> with you December 9th of 2014, and so I'll just mention that um, for anyone who's listening now and, and would like to go back in the archives, it was a December 9th show that we had you on and talked um, quite a bit about your journey from being an accountant to being a spiritual psychic <laughs> medium. Yes, a rather twisty, windy road, but it's way more fun. And like I always say, it's a lot easier to talk to angels than it is the IRS. So <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and I know you've also traveled um, over to Rome, and you've been all over yes. since we last I know. Since we last spoke, I've been all over. I was in Ireland and then went to Rome with my 21-year-old daughter, and we just had the absolute best time and just got back, I guess it was a week ago. And uh, so I'm I'm back here. And then I'm we're actually, we sold our house and we're moving to South Carolina. So I'm in the midst of a major trans, transition and yeah. looking forward to seeing what unfolds once we land down there. So amazing. Yeah. So when you when you travel like with your daughter and 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 you meet her in Italy and you're in Ireland, do you seek out I don't know like spiritual centers and and so forth on your trip or what's traveling like for you? Well, that's a great question. I probably should do more of that, but somehow it always seems to find me without me really seeking it out. So I definitely have found just a lot of uh, energy. I mean, for example, when we were in the Roman Forum, holy cow, they showed us exactly where, I guess, the throne of the emperors would sit. And so it was just so magical because I thought, oh my gosh, I need to stand in that spot. And but I didn't want people, like, you know, looking at me. So for whatever reason, right at the end, like, there must have been 20 people on our tour. Everybody walked around this corner and kind of disappeared, and I was literally the only one standing there. So I just, you know, put my feet right where that chair was supposed to be, and I'm telling you, the energy that I felt there was incredible. So it, like I said, it always seems to find me in the right place at the right time. So it's lots of fun. Oh, that's great. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So so you went down to Brazil and you saw John of God. So to start this out, I'd love for you to speak a minute on who John of God is for those people listening that may not know very much sure. about him. Yes, absolutely. Well, John of God is a spiritual medium who lives in Brazil and he has been, uh, basically he's a trance medium, which means that when he goes into his mediumship, he doesn't remember anything that goes on to the point that he incorporates other well-known doctors that have passed away and other spirit, uh, spiritual people. And, and he even does spiritual surgeries on people, and the the outcomes are phenomenal. I actually saw him cut open probably a half a dozen people over the two weeks that I was there. And a friend of mine actually who was staying with our group actually had a tumor cut out of his back 
that had come back multiple times, and I guess he said that this time he had never taken it out before, but um, when my friend said that he was going to have a tumor taken out, John of God said, well, do you want me to do it, and I'll make sure to get the root of it so that it will never come back. So, of course, my friend said, sure, but he had no anesthesia. He's, you know, he just takes out a scalpel and just cuts down his back and pops it out and they take him away. He said he had no pain at all, and it was probably healed within three or four days. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was intense. <laughs> so it sounds a lot like the, the trans medium and medical intuitive. It sounds a lot like what Edgar Casey did, too. Is that comparable? I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, they say, you know, he's um, John of God. He's a Brazilian healer, and he's touched millions of people because so many people come to him. And I think that was the same with Edgar Casey. You know, so many people mm-hmm. came. And he started out as just an average rancher that lived really out in the middle of Brazil, out in the middle of nowhere. But he just got this real powerful message um, of love and compassion and hope from a uh, an angel that came to him and so it just kept unfolding there's a really great book called John of God the Brazilian healer who's touched the lives of millions and it was actually written by Heather Cummings who's the woman that I stayed with at her hotel she used to live here in Westport Connecticut and it's so interesting because I actually called her maybe 10 years ago when I was beginning my spiritual quest and she was a shaman, and I thought, oh, I'd love to work with you. And she said, well, I'm just starting to work directly with John of God. I'm his interpreter, and so I'm really not doing one-on-one shaman work anymore. So I thought it was really interesting that 10 years later I kind of circle back and end up working with her uh, in another capacity. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Never a dull moment on the spiritual journey. <laughs> well, that's for sure. You never know when it's going to come back and, you know, come together at the right moment. So, yeah, it was really, really uh, just so amazing to be down there with her. So what was your motivation for going? Was it to well, be with her? Or? Yeah, that's that's a great question. So it's it was interesting. Uh, John of God, he comes to Omega usually every other year. And so last year he he came in October. And for some reason in January my guides were saying you should go. And so I usually follow their advice because, you know, it usually works out pretty well. And I got my ticket. And, I mean, he, it sells out very quickly. So um, I was thrilled to have gotten my ticket. And I went to the October event, again, not knowing anything, what to expect. And... Um, so I went and I actually had had a spiritual healing there, which there's all sorts of things that can happen when you go in front of him. He can tell you to go for a blessing, uh, which I also had. And then the, another thing you can do is have a spiritual healing, which basically means that he he says a prayer over the group and he doesn't touch you or anything like that, um, but just says a prayer and then they work on you on nine different levels, you know, spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, I'm sure, oracly, I mean, all sorts of whatever other, <laughs> four other different ways to work on you. And it was profound. First of all, during the blessing, I could completely feel energy just entering my body and just feeling just a real sense of exhilaration. And then later when I went back for the actual healing, I didn't feel as much, but then there's a 40-day period afterwards, which they didn't happen to tell you about till right ahead of time, but there was no alcohol, no sex, 
no chilies or hot peppers, and I feel like there might have been something else, but um, that was a little jarring to find out that that was kind of the, the, the spiritual diet that you had to agree to if you were going to get the spiritual healing. So we were told that about five minutes before <laughs> we went in. I think a lot of people knew about it, but because I really didn't know, you know, why I was there, I just kind of showed up. And again, the, so I think what my guides were saying, it was really just to help me have more spiritual courage to step forward in the work I do. So that's really what, uh, what was the beginning. And then, again, I never thought after that that I would actually go to Brazil. But interestingly, so after that experience, then my guides are saying, you know, we want you to, to really, because um, kind of what I do is a mixture of John of God and Abraham in that I channel information. I'm not a trans medium. I don't do surgeries or that as as much, you know, the medical intuitive stuff as he does. But when it comes together, for example, when I was at the playhouse, I, I had a person come to me afterwards and say that she had completely healed of something that had been going on with her for a long time. And I, you know, I didn't have hands on her or anything like that. So it really took me aback because I didn't know that was, you know, I don't think it was me. I was just the conduit to allow her to allow source to come through her is is what I believe. So the Abraham connection, after I was in Omega and I met some really wonderful people that had been to Brazil, I had called one of them and I said, well, tell me what you do, you know, like at the end of the day or kind of the agenda. And she said, you know, well, you go and you see John of God and then you go back to the casita and then in the evenings we usually sit around and listen to Abraham tapes. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it sounds like heaven, huh? Yeah, and I was like, I mean, who would have thought that they're listening to Abraham tapes in Brazil? Like, you know what? I mean, I just was, my mind was blown, and I'm like, all right, spirit guides, you got me again, because now that they're listening to Abraham, that just it just confirmed to me that this was what they wanted me to do, and it all it all came together very quickly. You do need to get a you need to get a Brazilian. Um, visa, which took some doing, and you know there's quite a bit of paperwork involved, but uh, but it all came together very quickly and easily. So wow. that was my motivation. Long story, but yeah. <laughs> so, but your motivation was really to get down there to do further healing work with him. Right. Yeah, and it was really to to again bring up my spiritual courage to really step forward and just do any healing of that I might have about really being fully into what I'm here to do because, you know, as much as I mean, as you guys know, this is all a journey and as much as it may seem I'm super confident in what I'm doing. I mean, there's always something in the back of my mind just like, what's happening, you know? Yeah. <laughs> is, this, mm-hmm. is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And and there's just still this real deep fear within me. And I'm sure it's from being stoned or hung or burned to death, you know, multiple lifetimes, that it doesn't make sense on the outside because never has anybody come up to me and ridiculed me or said anything negative. But there's just this deep inner uh I guess, you know, lack of confidence that um, I'm just, I was seeking to heal that. So that's mm-hmm. really what it was for. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I haven't had a client yet who hasn't felt that way too, and myself included. You know, I think it's just something that we carry. Um, right. So great for you for understanding that, you know, and getting healing on, on that. 
Well, yeah, so, working toward it. Again, I, I can't say yeah, I'm 100% right. healed, but, you know, I, I do feel there's been a huge shift since I came home, which, again, we'll get more to as we talk. But, you know, I can tell you more about the experience of going down if you'd like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're all ears. I think this is a fascinating story. So yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, so we, so there were two women that we flew down together from JFK and went through Miami, and then we arrived on Monday morning, and it was, uh, I think it was like March 15th or something like that. And so uh, with Heather's group, there's about, I think about 30 people in our group, and she picks you up at the airport and takes you, it's about an hour and a half or two hour drive out to the middle of the country. You're nowhere near the ocean. I mean, everyone's always like, oh, did you go to... You know, I don't know all those exotic places along the the ocean, but no, we didn't. We were in the middle of the country, <laughs> and beautiful. It was very beautiful, but um, you know, there certainly weren't any swimming pools or exotic anything. But uh, so we got out to the casita, which is just absolutely. It was just very sweet, very clean. You know, um, again, very uh, basic, but just exactly what you want for something like this. And and then they have uh, cooks there that cook wonderful food. It it was so clean, and uh, you could just feel that it was you know filled with energy and love. And so we had our meals. And then on Tuesday, we each individually sat down with Heather and discussed what it is that we wanted to go forward to see John of God about. And so, like I said, mine was really um, you know at that point we were still. Uh, I guess we we had sold the house, but you know, just moving forward, we hadn't purchased our house in South Carolina yet. So I was I just wanted clarity around that, and then about my spiritual uh, courage, and I think you know just the health and well being of my family in general. So the interesting thing is that my roommate, who is just such a sweetheart, and I met her out at Omega. Is that she actually had had cancer. And this is the other fascinating thing to me, is that almost everybody in our group was a mirror for something that had happened to me in my lifetime. There, mm. So my roommate had the exact same cancer that my husband died of. She had oh, lymphoma wow. cancer. Yeah. And she had been down there four years ago. She's actually been down there, I think, four times. Um, and after the first time, she came back healed. And um, so, again, I know the miracles that are, I mean, firsthand miracles that are happening for people, you know, that do go down there. Um, There was another couple there that the husband, he had had uh, colon cancer for 11 years, and they had told him in December there was nothing more to be done. So he came, but he literally looked like, I mean, just days before my husband passed away is the look that he had, and it just... It was overwhelming in that, I mean, I felt as though I had walked right back into that episode in my life and to see his wife there who so desperately, you know, didn't want her husband to die and yet, you know, he was on the verge of it. And I still, I've reached out to them twice. I have yet to know what happened after they went home, but he was not doing well. And and I think that was part of it is knowing you know, if you do, if you are interested in getting healing from John of God, you need to go early, not when your body is so worn out. You know, he had mm-hmm. been through 11 years of treatments and everything. So by that point, his physical body was just beyond, you know, repair. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was another woman who had uh, lymphedema. So she had an, a, a, you wear a real tight stocking yep. on your arm when you have that. Well, my mother had lymphedema. 
And so I was like, oh, my gosh, like everybody, every time I turned around, another person in our group was, like I said, a, a little reflection of kind of what I had experienced, you know, during my, during my life. So mm-hmm. that was really magical. Um, and then, so that was Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, John of God is is there at the at the casa, and so we walk up to up to his place, and um, there's a f- again a few different options. The first morning we went, we all sat. It's called in his current, which is basically a room where you meditate and you hold the energy for him to be able to do his work. And that was so powerful and just, you know, really amazing to sit shoulder to shoulder with probably 150 people um, just meditating for literally three to four hours straight. And um, and then that afternoon I went in front of him and that's when she, you know, Heather gave him my instructions as to what I was looking to do. And again, he could have said, go for a blessing sit in my own personal current, which is what he had me do, which was just beyond imaginable because that feels like a real, uh, you know, you're literally, I was sitting in the room with him holding that energy. And, you know, it brings me to tears even thinking about it right now that, you know, he would ask me to do that. I mean, again, he asked several people to do that. It's not just a few, but it just felt like such a huge compliment, you know, that I do have... You know, I do have that ability to help him do his work. So Beautiful. it was very powerful. Yeah. And so that's kind of how the days went. And so the first week I did not get a spiritual healing. And, and, and I just, he every time he just had me sit in his current. So that's what I did. And then there are also crystal beds, which are, it's like a, a twin bed. And then above it are seven vocal crystals that have the colors of the chakras above you and you just lay down on the bed for 20 minutes and um, that's another way that the energy you know goes in through your body and and I had a really powerful experience uh, doing a crystal bed one day I was you know laying there and for the most part I didn't feel a whole lot people have a lot of different reactions some people feel nothing some people cry some people you know laugh I mean it's just depending on the way the energy flows through them. Um, But the most memorable one I had, I was just laying there, and suddenly I just felt enveloped by, you know, universe or whatever you want to say. But I just, I heard them say, why, you know, why do you question your abilities when you have, again, it's going to make me cry, you you have a husband in heaven, you have a husband on earth, you have a mother in heaven, you have a mother on earth, you have a father in heaven, a father on earth. You are so surrounded. You're so upheld. There's nothing you don't have to help you, you know, do this work. And it just, you know, tears just flowed out of my eyes because I just felt so loved at that time. So. Wow. That's yeah, beautiful, Lisa. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yeah, part of my story is that my I was adopted, so both my adoptive parents have passed away, but both my birth parents are still here on earth and I know I know both of them. I'm I don't I'm not on good terms with my birth father, but I'm very good terms with my birth mother. So, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. You know, I just have to give a shout out to spirit guides because I know like when you when you tear up and cry recalling what they said, I understand that because they give you such 
feeling along with their yeah. words. You know, it's like right. a shower of love every time they speak. So I totally get that. And just thanks for <laughs> Thank sharing you. that with us. That was really Thank beautiful. You. Well, I do. I call myself the crying psychic because that's how, um, you know, <laughs> it, the energy just comes through me. And it's so funny because I was working with a chiropractor last week and she said oh well I always yawn or I um or cough or and I thought oh my gosh so in other words when I cry it's not that I'm just you know a weepy person that's the energy that's flowing through yeah. me <laughs> I can't <laughs> yep. believe it took all these years I didn't realize that before <laughs> so yeah, but so yeah it is thing, it's just go oh, ahead go ahead I was just going to add you know I I've never been to uh to see John of God but I I first really heard about what he could do when Wayne Dyer was um, telling Oprah. So Wayne Dyer had a tumor, and he didn't go to Brazil to see John of God, but they did a distance healing on him. So he had to go through the same protocols, like taking special herbs every day and doing, you know, whatever uh, he said. But then one night there was this spiritual surgery and it wasn't in person. It was just it happened while he was sleeping. But when he woke up the next day, his eye was so swollen where they had taken the tumor out. And, you know, it couldn't have been faked. It was, you know, it was a real bodily reaction. And ever since then, as far as I know anyway, he's been fine. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's amazing what can happen when when we move beyond what we think is real. So it's... Absolutely. Absolutely. It's great to hear and, that. Yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. It's you know the um, what you had mentioned earlier about the crystal. Um, they're on the largest crystal bed or crystal. Um, what would you call it? Um, yeah, the, the quartz deposit. Yeah. The, oh my gosh. And you should see they have all these quartz crystals there that you can buy because they have a mine you know right near their place. And I had to of course bring back. I brought back like a twenty pound. <laughs> quartz crystal and then i also brought back an an amethyst that's like a geode again about 20 pounds you should have seen me trying to get that in my luggage i'm like i'm gonna leave all my clothes here i'm just bringing this stuff home but um again it's so powerful the um the energy and i think just all the people coming together you know i mean i guess in the bible they talk about you know when what is it when two or more come together i mean that's that's really when the magic happens. And so to think about thousands of people coming every day to see John of God, and, and then he's got all these hundreds of people sitting in his current rooms helping him hold the energy. It's just, um, you know, it really is, it's miracles. I mean, I, I definitely saw miracles happening there. So. Do you, you want to expand on that? Um, I mean, you talked about your friend that had the back surgery. How is he doing now? And yeah, I, he's doing great. I mean, last I saw him, you know, it had healed up in like three days, like the incision, you know, was was gone. And um, so he was feeling great. And he was so relieved that, that he didn't have to go home and have it, you know, taken out again because like his doctors back home, I think it had been taken out two or three times prior. So, um, you know, I'll have to double check with how he's doing. But I guess as far as the miracles, I mean, there was a, an, an elderly gentleman. He was probably um, mid to late 70s. And, again, in our specific group, staying in our in our hacienda place. Um, and he, I guess he had seen John of God like three years prior, but he was in a wheelchair because he had had so much hip pain. And when he went to see John of God in Toronto, 
John of God came down to him and told him to stand up and, you know, he could do it, but initially he was in a lot of pain. And then he said he, John of God put his hand on his forehead and the energy he could feel go all throughout his body. And John of God said, I never want you in that wheelchair again. And he said from that moment forward, he walked and, you know, he doesn't use canes. And also his eyesight became, you know, clear. He didn't need to wear his glasses anymore. Mm. So, you know, there's, again, like you were saying about the the Wayne Dyer, it's just these things are un, you know, how can you account for them? Right, yeah, <laughs> Except, right. Especially when you hear firsthand from people that have experienced this, you know, and even my friend who was my roommate who, uh, you know, had the cancer and she went down. And now, you know, she goes back to, you know, once or twice, like every other year, just to make sure that she's still good. And when we were down there, in fact, out of all the whole group, she and I were the only two that didn't get the psychic surgery, which I was relieved about because I really didn't want to do the whole 40-day thing again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she was, you know, she was upset. She actually really wanted uh, him to put his hands on her and say, you are healed. But I think that was part of her journey is to really have the faith that she is healed you know, mm-hmm. and to stop trying to get proof or get some sort of, um, you know, something more from him that he's, I mean, it's already been done. So um, so she's thrilled. And we. I just heard literally it was a week ago that she got her all clear. So it's now been four years and she's cancer free, you know, continues to be. Because okay. so, she was super worried when we were there in March. She felt like these things, were, something was coming back and she was really having a hard time, and that's why she so desperately wanted him to, you know, put his hands on her. And he kept telling her, you're fine. It's done. You know, there's nothing more to to be done. Mm. So that mm. was really, really powerful. So so that's interesting in her case because she had the faith to go down there and, and have the treatment, and yet she still struggled with the faith part of it, like, Right, and yeah. she knew, and we had, yeah, we had we had many conversations about that. She realized that that's really what her journey is, is yeah. to continue to have that faith. And and again, I've never experienced having cancer firsthand, so I don't know. But you know, just based on when my husband was sick, and just always going in and having to get the checkups and waiting, you know, like you're always waiting for that shoe mm-hmm. to drop again, right? And okay. I think that that's where she's she's on that struggle like that's where she just needs to like let it go and just live life and and stop kind of waiting for that other shoe to drop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and that's what john so, of god's trying to kind of teach her is like let it go you know i'm not going to touch you i'm not going to give you a spiritual healing it's done just believe it and you know move forward so uh, do you know um or or what you you know where you stand on this or where John of God stands on this like with things like illness I mean it does does everything come from like an emotional or energetic wound of some kind you know I I struggle now at when I've I work with a chiropractor locally here and he's been a tremendous help for me and for my daughter and when we go and we have sessions a lot of times emotional things come up. It's like, oh, my shoulder hurts, but something about a family member comes up instead. And it's it's made me really question what illness is. If it's all just energetic, emotional stuff manifesting in the physical. What's your... 
Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And I and I think that's exactly it all starts out as a feeling and then, you know, it becomes much more um, you know, when you when your emotions get involved and and it starts working on you energetically, it shifts your energy within your body. And so then if you don't address those feelings and those emotions, then they start to manifest in a physical sense. I mean, it's so interesting. I'm as I'm saying this, it's almost like manifesting anything in your life you know first it become it's the thought right you have to think what it is you want before you can even manifest anything right? right and then the more energy or the more time and effort you put into thinking about what it is you want um you know then it starts to become a reality and it, it comes into physical form so that would make total sense with our physical bodies as well that if we have an emotion or a feeling and then we put more and more energy especially if it's negative into it and then somehow our body then begins to manifest that you know that uh disease you know disease because it has nowhere else for it to go except to come out in that way yeah so yeah it's fascinating but then isn't it difficult for us you know normal average people milling around to to figure that out or to tap into those emotions? Like how how do we release that stuff? I mean, not everybody can travel down to John of God. Um, Absolutely, you, yeah. Yeah, so I, how can the average person work on that? Yeah, I think, you know, as like all of the three of us on this, you know, this spiritual journey, I think it's really about first and foremost getting in touch with who you are and why are you here. And so, you know, meditation to me is just one of the best ways to really calm your brain, calm your mind and come into your center and be able to get in touch with that. I think so many of us, especially in our country, I, I, somehow I don't see it as much in Europe and maybe just when you're on vacation, you don't see the everyday lifestyle of people. But I feel like here in America, there's so much attention on advertising and, you know, more and more more and success is money and you know, success is having more stuff. And so we get so caught up in all of that that, you know, we really forget, like, what are we, what are we rushing toward? What, right. <laughs> what I, I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's like the race to nowhere, you know, I mean, what exactly, like, we're here to enjoy ourselves. I love the Dalai Lama. He's like, our job is to be happy, you know, and if you're not happy, then you got to change that because only you, you know, can do that. So, um, you know, I, I, so to me it's about doing a lot of the things, you know, that you guys talk about on your show, but, you know, reading self-help books, taking yoga, learning meditation, spending time in nature, just really slowing down and getting in touch with, with what feelings you do have. And, and again, the, to me the biggest thing is the drama that people get caught up into and, you know, just how negative so much of that is. You know, it's gossip and and kind of... Like, instead of being happy for other people when they succeed, it's somehow people seem to always be, like, trying to tear them down. I mean, look at, you know, so much in the media, especially with, like, the stars and stuff. Everyone's always trying to tear everybody down rather than, you know, right. nobody's perfect. <laughs> right, right. So. Interesting. Yeah. So with John of God, does he work? every day or and you know what is his does he have a personal life i can't imagine 
<laughs> and you may or may not know much about him outside of this, but you know, like to have this gift and then thousands of people are coming to see you every day. Exactly. Well, I love That's that you have that. Yeah, he he works um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at, in his um, in, at the casa they call it, where he comes in and, and incorporates and and does all this healing. And you would, I mean, I was overwhelmed and and at moments, you know, even when I first got home, it was hard to really incorporate everything that had happened. But it almost felt like, gosh, I was there taking up somebody else's spot because mm. there were so many people coming on a daily basis from all mainly all over Brazil. I mean there are people that, you know, fly down and stay right in um Abujania, which is where he lives. But for the most part there's buses that come from all over Brazil with people that are so disfigured and ill and sick and you know, and he's seeing them all on a daily basis. So um so that's uh yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and then I think he, he has a house um, I think not too far that he lives with, and and this is so. Here's the other side of it. This is the side that, you know, apparently he's quite the ladies' man, and um, <laughs> he's now married to quite a young woman. I think she's maybe in her mid to late twenties, and she's pregnant. I think he's in his mid seventies. Um, wow. And yeah, so I was a bit taken aback when I heard that, and I'd heard that he had been married many times before. So, um, you know, there's the human side to it all, too, right? Yeah. And and then the other part of it that I was a little taken aback on is that he now prescribes um, massages for people. They're called spiritual massages, and there are certain massage um, places in town that are deemed uh, entity-friendly. He calls the entities or the, the spirits that come through him. So, But, you know, I come to find out it's like his brother-in-law's wife's place or you know <laughs> mm, okay. so I mean you know there is I mean there is that side of it like when you get to be such a big uh enterprise I guess you know the money is just flowing in from so many different places especially it seemed like most of the American women were being prescribed these massages um and they're you know they're they're legitimate massages they're they were great i had a couple myself not prescribed by him but just because i was like oh i want one of those you know <laughs> uh but uh yeah so that's the part that i just was a little bit like oh gosh you know i guess you know he is human and so you know he obviously loves women and and he's trying to help out his family members i uh oops i don't know what's happening uh but obviously, you know, is that what do you guys? Or? I don't know. It sounds like something's dialing. Yeah, that's strange. Nothing's happening on my oh. phone. I don't know. Hopefully, um, it'll stop. I think it stopped. Maybe it'll go away. Yeah, yeah. maybe that was John of God saying, "Stop talking about me." <laughs> right. Right. I yeah. I mean, like. What is the money thing? Do you have to pay to go there and get treatment, or like, and not that that would even be bad. I mean, right? No, and that was. The, but see, that was the other interesting part of it is that the only um, money that I paid was to. I, it's called um, Heather's. Uh, her website is healingquests. dot com. I hope this isn't. I don't know what's going on. There's nothing happening on my phone, as far as I can tell, but. It could be just a glitch um, with blog talk. They they sometimes are very glitchy. Yeah, okay, good to know. 
Um, well, I went uh, through Heather's site, Healing Quest. Healing Quest. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, maybe it stopped. Okay. There we go. All right, let's try okay. this one more time. Um, well, anyway, maybe I'm not supposed to say her site. Um, I went through uh, through Heather's site, and for the two weeks, I'm trying to remember, I think it was $1,900, which I thought was super reasonable, and yeah. that includes all your accommodations and all of your food and your transportation from the airport to, you know, obviously I had to buy my own airplane ticket, but that mm-hmm. included everything else for two weeks. I'm like, this is Yeah, that's great. Yeah, very reasonable. And as and then part of that, I mean, again, that was all in. And then um, apparently from that money, she makes a, as she says, like a sizable donation to the CASA for, you know, for our time while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I didn't see any baskets of money being, you know, I didn't see anywhere where they were collecting money or anything like that. Um, I know the crystal beds, they have 15 rooms, I think, and they, they, those were about $20 or no, um, was it seven? Maybe it was $7. Yeah. $7 for a 20 minute session. So I tried to get as many of those as I could. I think I ended up having like 21 of those. <laughs> wow. Um, so, cause we could do those on our off days and, you know, after, after the end of the day and things like that. But um, but it's, like I said, it was so interesting that I didn't see, you know, like here in our churches, they're always passing around the plates and asking for money and, you know, sending out those little envelopes for you to send money in. <laughs> exactly. But, um, but I didn't see that here. Hmm. So, so you've been back uh, a couple of months now. Yeah. Um, and so what has changed for you? What Do you feel differently? Does does angelic information flow more easily? What kind of changes have you experienced? Yeah, I would definitely say that the manifestation that I am experiencing in my life is beyond anything that I've ever had before. Um, Literally, I'll think about something. For example, we sold our house, and that was... um, I don't know, March or something like that, and we're staying in the house till the end of June because that's when we're closing on it. And just about a week, it was like now it's been a few weeks, but um, I I had a thought maybe three weeks ago. I thought, wow, I wished we would have sold our furniture with the house because I just don't want to take all this with us. And within a few days, I get a telephone call from the woman buying my house saying, hey, would you be interested in selling me all your furniture? Mm -hmm. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I mean yeah. it's, it's things like that that I've never I mean I've always been a good manifester but like the, it's been crazy like I just have to be really careful about what I think because you know suddenly right. whoa <laughs> <laughs> there's a pony in the front yard Why is yeah exactly <laughs> So, um, and also, I mean, for example, I worked with a client who's working, she's been really trying to sell her business and, um, I, I worked with her, I guess it was last week. And so we had our session and within an hour she texted me and she said, oh my God, the, the person that had drifted away who had been negotiating with her came back and had accepted her offer 
fully at what she wanted. So again, I was. She's like, "Your your work, I can't believe it! Like that was so fast." And I'm like, "What? Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, true. So yeah, things things are really um, just amped up to a to a degree and a level that you know I've never experienced before. But again, I I don't. It's not me. It's spirit working through me. That's it's just a much cleaner, clearer channel is what I think has happened. Well, that's great. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Very exciting. Hmm. So, um, so what's next for you? You're you're moving, and you'll continue your practice. Um, yeah, I'll continue my practice. Um, you know, the one on ones. Um, I do most everything remotely now, anyway. But you know, I'd really like to do more speaking. I found out that in Hilton Head, they actually have a an auditorium that you can rent, and so I might start doing like a monthly Art of Living Happy kind of event um but you know i'm just really open to spirit at this point it's been fun in that you know once i got back from brazil it was i think i had um let's see so april april may june yeah three months left here in in connecticut and i just thought oh gosh you know i'm just going to sit here and twiddle my thumbs but i've been very busy between other travel and then i'm also getting my yoga teacher training which will be done at the end of the month so um you know, I'm going to do more yoga and hopefully incorporate that into the work I do and and just see what spirit shows up, you know, what comes along my way. <laughs> right, right. So, um, yeah, my husband's not working right now either, so we're really just enjoying our time off. He, we went to the Memorial Day Parade in Ridgefield yesterday, and he's in 25 years he's always worked on that day, so it was so fun to be there with him and for him to experience that, um, you know, it's just such a, a beautiful tribute to all the people that have fought for our country as well as, you know, just the small town atmosphere of everybody marching and, and then they had a flyover of airplanes and everything. So it was yeah. really spectacular. That's awesome that you have more time with right now because yes. it can be hard with kids and work and, and all. Right. So tell me, you you have a 21-year-old daughter. How much... Um, do you share with her with this stuff, and is she connected as well, or um, how does that work? Because yes. I have an eighteen-year-old, yeah, well, and I share what I can, but I don't. I try not to push. <laughs> how how old? My daughter's. Uh, she'll be eighteen in a few weeks. Oh, great! Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, the same with my kids. I have a nineteen-year-old son and a twenty-one-year-old daughter, and uh, my daughter has been very much open and into it, and she picked up tarot cards when she was probably 16 and just intuitively started reading them, which is so funny because I've never really been drawn. I, of course, I had a couple decks, but um, I've never really worked in that medium at all. And she, so she does readings for her friends, and uh, but she'll call me and, and she'll say, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, I need the angels. I'm doing this or that. You know, ask them to help me out and uh, – and so so that's fun. It's usually calling to have me get them on board as opposed to her working with them directly, <laughs> which I think is funny. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, but we had an incident again. It was just in the last couple of weeks she, she called me and she said, um, oh, my gosh, you know, there's four of us renting this house and we're going to do a lottery about who gets to pick which, which room first. And, you know, I really want this one particular room. And so, you know, I worked a little bit on it. And sure enough, she was number one. She got the lotto for number one. So I was thrilled oh. to... <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> I guess I have to be careful about what I use it for, but that seemed like a good use of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> of course, your baby needed a certain room. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm looking out for my baby. So. Wow. Wow. So yeah. Wow. Very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think your biggest takeaway was with with your experience in Brazil, and do you think you would go again? Um, I feel like I won't go again as much as, I mean, I just, it was a beautiful experience, but I feel like I really got what I needed, um, mm-hmm. you know, who, who, who knows down the road, but for right now I'm feeling, um, feeling good about that. Um, right. probably the other, the other really profound experience that I had down there, which is probably my, as well as my big takeaway is that they have a waterfall, uh, that you walk down with again, you have to be with one of the guides, which heather's her Heather Cummings is his number one English interpreter, and he she actually travels with him to Omega and you know anywhere that they speak English um so she led us down to the waterfall, and basically it's almost like a baptism you you put your head in under the water and and you release anything you want to release. You pull your head out, and then you put it in again, and you ask for what it is that you want. And so it was quite shocking. It's not a giant waterfall because I've actually been in one in Hawaii, and they're pretty overpowering when they're really mm-hmm. giant. So <laughs> you right. can hardly breathe under it. So this one, you know, it was a good size but not not huge. But anyway, um, so I put my head in and cleansed, and then when I went in again, I felt as though the top of my head just opened up. You know, it was like my crown chakra, and it just felt like, you know, universal love was just pouring into my entire body. And Mm. I felt like I was one with the universe for, I mean, I must have been under the water for, you know, two minutes um, you could breathe like, you know, you put your nose through to the other side. So I just just really sat in that water and just allowed the energy to just come into me and just really filled up with that feeling. And uh, so, you know, my takeaway is that it's always there for everybody and it's just a matter of taking the time to be connected and to, and to make that connection and I just feel like life is so much better when when you do that. You know, you slow down and connect to universe, and that's that's the difference between a black and white life and a you know 3D high def surround sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing experience. Mm. That's great. So that's a great reminder, you know, because I'm sure a lot of people listening, you know, won't be able to make it down to Brazil, but. You know, they can find their own connection wherever they are. That's exactly right. That's right. Now, so I'm curious, are you guys, I mean, w- would you be interested in going or? I am. I don't know. I mean, so far I haven't felt the urge to go. Um, right. So my, you know, that normally happens more in the moment these days, you know, like more last minute. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. But Megan, who you, knows? you do. I I am interested at some point. Um, yeah. 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 You know, and my daughter's headed off to college in the fall, and the timing is interesting because I, I think that'll let me travel a little bit more because I've enjoyed always, you know, being here for her. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out Heather's site, which was healingquest dot com. You said. Right. Yep. Healingquests with an S dot com and. Okay. Uh, 
and they were wonderful to work with. She's got a couple assistants that work in Westport, and you know they email back and forth all the information. and And I think she hosts about six or eight, um, you know, two week periods throughout the year mm-hmm. for people to come down. And mm-hmm. uh, and again, I think it is. It's all about the calling. You know, if you feel called, because uh, there are a lot of people down there on you know spiritual quests and and really um, not so much the physical. But like I said, there's the majority of people down there are for looking for healing in the physical sense. Yeah, yeah, and I think mine would be more of the spiritual journey of it all. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, I feel rather supported here right now with the chiropractor. Yeah, no, that's great. Differently, yeah. Yeah, and I great. And I think what's really interesting, too, is that John of God, he really says, I want you to work 100% with your doctors back home. I'm not in place of, I am in addition to, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, he never wants people to go off their medications or, um, you know, or stop treatment or anything like that unless they go home and find out they don't need to, you know, have that continue, whatever it is they're continuing. So he always has viewed his his help more as a partnership, you know, rather than, you know, instead of. Yeah. But um, but I think I would That's go great. for sure if I, you know, if something physical where, you know, it was beyond what I wanted to work with a chiropractor or whatever, you know, whoever I'm working with. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel it's a beautiful place to be supported in that way. And there were many people um, that have been down there for years. I mean, one gentleman I met down there, he's been going... Um, probably for, you know, eight, ten years, goes down for at least a month every year. Really? And his and his cancer continues to stay at bay, you know, when mm-hmm. when he does this. Mm. So, Interesting. You know. and, I, and I wonder why he doesn't receive a healing that's full, you know, like it's gone, I guess. That, that I some know. Some journey is different. Yeah, I guess so because that's it seems as though and and a few other people had said too that there was I think there was a man who um like had Tourette's or something and he was fine when he was around, you know, the the casa and staying there on the grounds, but every and they call it the bubble, you know, you're inside the spiritual mm-hmm. bubble. Mm-hmm. And then when you leave that, then, you know, I guess just outside flu- influences and and so on and so forth would just kind of degrade the healing that was that you're given or that you're supported so so much in the bubble. So maybe that's, you know, when he goes back and he's in, you know, again, the toxic environment of <laughs> right of right. um, you know, advertising and this and that and all the competitiveness and everything all around mm-hmm. you. So when you go down there, it's very low key, very relaxed. Um not a whole lot going on, as we call it, the one-horse town, although there were two horses this year. So <laughs> it's now a two-horse town. <laughs> right in the middle yeah. of the town, there's like a horse in the middle of the field there. So. I had the pleasure of seeing some of your photos on Facebook. And it, oh, right. it, it, it looked very, you know, it certainly was not a, a five-star, you know, sitting no. by the plushy pool. You You looked more like you were camping. And yes, yes happy. I know. My husband was like, that looks like a prison cell. And <laughs> it was very much, you know, concrete walls. But like I said, it was very clean, um, which that's um, as long as it's clean, I'm happy. And the food, yep. again, was outstanding. And the people were amazing and so friendly. And it was very affordable. That's the other thing that, you know, the, the dollar right now is so strong 
that mm-hmm. um, everything, I was just looking at, I saw a crystal that wasn't even near the size I I got yesterday at a place in town, and it was $900, and I mean, I think I paid 300 for mine. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just, I feel like the value that you get down there is very good. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, such an yeah. interesting trip, and I'm I'm so grateful that you came on today to, to share that with us. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. It's been so much fun talking about it and reliving it and <laughs> yeah. remembering it. So that's I great. Really, uh, I appreciate it. All right. Yeah. So, Fabulous. So we'll, thanks for sharing. We'll keep an eye on your next adventure here when you move, and um, we'd love to talk to you again maybe in the fall. Who knows what Sounds you'll be Sounds great. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> yeah, and just remind our listeners where they can find you. Sure. You can find me. My website is artoflivinghappy.com, and then I'm on Twitter at it's at Lisa Living Happy, and I'm on Facebook, which is Art of Living Happy as well. So. That's where you can find me. And I think you've got my links and things on your uh, website, too. So. Yep. Well, okay, thank right. you. Wonderful. Well, thanks, guys. Have a wonderful uh, rest of the summer, and I'll look forward to talking to you in the fall. Sounds great, Lisa. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, bye. 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 Wow. Such yeah. an interesting trip, Rachel. I, I, I know. You know what I love about her once again is how down to earth Lisa is and just, you know, she told it like it was, even the parts that were a little like, well, he's a ladies' man and all. It's like, okay, you know, he's he's a human being. He's a, he's a person. Mm-hmm. He's not not a god, not an idol. So I, I love that. I love that she shared um, everything yeah. about the trip. Yeah, it wasn't just sugar-coated. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's important too, you know. And, and as a reminder, I mean, I think it's great to know that like, although some people exhibit miraculous healing abilities, it's really, it's only, it's a partnership. Like she said, it's our higher selves agreeing to this, and it's almost just like we are going through the motions in the physical, but it's really all an energetic game, and our higher self, we can be healed by ourselves, we can go see someone, but it's really just about what is most supportive to our personal journey, and not that there's any kind of superpower that someone else has over us. It's really just we're agreeing to be healed in that way, you know? I agree. I feel like for me personally that message has been coming up a lot lately, and I think the the people that I'm now running into are of the nature of being healers, but all about empowering me, to be my own mm-hmm. healer, like that that these people are part of my team and not just, oh, you know, they have something I don't have. And uh, and even yeah. the books, um, I just read an interesting book. We may talk about it in the fall. Um, yeah, the, you, that author and, and doctor spoke of things like that as well. And, and currently the doctor I use here is like that. And so, and when I finished teaching my psychic development class uh, the other night, that's what I shared with, with everyone in my class at the end is that don't let anyone take your power away from you. You you know everything and you can figure everything out on your own and just look for people that support that idea and not so much mm-hmm. some guru that has the answer and you have to pay X, Y, Z to get it. You know, I don't think that's really what it's about. Yeah. 
Agreed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wonderful. Awesome. And how you know where you're, you know, if you are meant to work with someone else is just your intuition. You'll be drawn. Yep. You know? Yep. And you will be. And when the appointment gets canceled and canceled and canceled, you know, look at why that is. <laughs> yeah. When somebody keeps coming up, right? I always look at that now, mm-hmm. like little subtle hints. Um, yeah. So if you're having to really work hard to make something happen, it may not be quite in in alignment. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Well, just so you all know, Megan and I are taking a break for the summer. So we are going to be busy having fun, enjoying the warm weather, and also lining up some amazing people for you to listen to. So if you have any suggestions for us, just let us know. And um, we'll look into whoever you want to hear more from. We're very excited. Yep. Yep. Sounds good, Rachel. So we'll we'll yeah. do another show in a, in a couple of months here. Yep. Um, great. So I will play the announcements. Sounds good. All right. Lots of love, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much. Here are the announcements for the Enlightenment Evolution Network. Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific is the Enlightenment Evolution Hour with Rob Gothier. Rob channels a being called Treb who will take callers' questions, and Rob also hosts special guests such as channelers and other metaphysical teachers. You can find out more about Rob on Facebook at the Enlightenment Evolution Network page or on trebchanneling.com. Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific is Philip Mollica's Consciousness Evolution Hour. On Philip's show, he will be discussing an in-depth, wide range of metaphysical topics from the perspective of the fifth dimension. You can find Philip and the Consciousness Evolution 2.0 group on Facebook, and you can also subscribe to Philip's YouTube page by searching Philip Mollica. Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific is the Earth Experience with Kalina Angel. The Earth Experience explores our soul's expansion through our human experiences on Earth. Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific is Victoria Vive Swang's show, Earth Sky People Radio, your bridge between heaven and Earth. She'll talk about living in oneness with one another, with Mother Earth, and with life beyond Earth. Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific is The Resonance Intention, hosted by Soul and Neil Gar. Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific is About Oneness with Karen Newman. She presents a weekly radio program focused on celebrating the ongoing conscious awakening of our planet and our realization of oneness and unconditional love. Karen is an author, lecturer, integrated channel, and intuitive. Mondays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Pacific is Heart to Heart Talk Radio with Daniel Scranton. Join Daniel and his featured guests as they discuss such topics as the shift, ETs, global events, channeling, energy work, toning, and sound healing. Each show will open the lines to callers generating high-frequency discussions on anything and everything related to living on planet Earth and beyond. And then there's our show on Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, where we talk about spirituality and business. We hope to see you next week. Lots of love.